Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Board Podcast, JV Podcast Network. We are back for week two of 16 Sundays in Hell, but this time I'm not talking to you on a miserable Monday after the Browns look like crap. I'm talking to you on a victory Friday, 16 Sundays in Hell, Thursday night football edition. It was not a Sunday in Hell. It wasn't even a Thursday night in Hell. It was a promising game, a game that the Browns should have won, and they went out, they looked good, did what they were supposed to do, and got the win against the Northern Kentucky Bengals. Browns 35, Bengals 30. Last week, Browns lose to Baltimore. I predicted that. I'm 1-0. I predicted the Browns would beat Northern Kentucky. That's exactly what they did. I'm 2-0 on the season. The Browns are 1-0, or excuse me, 1-1 on the season, and they came out paying homage to those earlier Browns teams when Things were better where they came up short, but they were contenders. The brown tops, the orange pants, it looked incredible. But we all know that doesn't mean Jack, you know what, when you play like dogs, C-H-R-I-S-T. Sound that one out, try to follow along, I promise. Quarter one, Bengals open up with the ball. I was really excited to watch Joe Burrow. I was kind of scared to watch Joe Burrow because I'm like, Joe Burrow, they should have won last week if it wasn't for that offensive pass interference, that missed field goal. I loved watching him at LSU. I watched him all his games, his two years at LSU. Um, and I didn't get to see all of him. I only saw some highlights in, in the end of that Chargers game on Sunday because the Browns played in the same time slot. So I was excited, but at the same time scared to watch Joe Burrow. And this first drive and pretty much the whole night, I mean, he threw it 61 times, had three touchdowns, didn't turn it over, over 300 yards, completed like 60% of his passes. I mean, he was crisp decisive. He knew he was where he was going with the ball. Joe Burrow looked really good, especially on this opening drive. He leads the Bengals down. The Browns defense stiffens up and they only give up a field goal. It's three, nothing Cincinnati early. So the Browns come out with two play action passes. And I like, you know, last year they had the run game, right? That's just a given with all the nonsense that went on last year, the Browns, Nick Chubb, Lost it on the last Sunday of the season. Lost that rushing title. The Browns were able to run the ball last year. But when you're running out of shotgun, as much as the Browns did last year, it limits you in the run game and it really limits you in the play-action game. It's it's much tougher to set up a play-action that's just an inside zone or outside zone fake that's just right here, and then you're up to pass. Now, the Browns, the way they set it up these first two plays, they're under center, which gives you more... Um, flexibility in the run game, more things to do, more options. And when you're running that outside zone and it looks like an outside zone from the offensive line perspective, the running backs are running hard. Baker sells the fake and he has that nice deep boot out. He's given himself plenty of room, plenty of time to throw and to see the field. And that backside defender, Baker is faking left. He's rolling back out right. That defender that's on the right side of the defensive line or linebacker, defensive end, whoever was back there. I mean, they're having to circle back to come towards Baker. So Baker has all the time in the world. They have receivers open. Baker's two for two. He started off five for five. But on these play action passes, it looked really, really good. Baker looked comfortable. He had plenty of time, plenty of room to make these throws. The way that they set it up was very, very effective. So Baker comes out. He's crisp. He's delivering the ball on time, on target. He's accurate. Um, the Browns have a dumb penalty here that sets them back. Wyatt Teller with a, with a blindside block. I'm pretty sure Chubb was already wrapped up. That's 15 yards that you just can't have. Those are dumb penalties. Um, things like holdings and things like that happen when you're playing aggressive. Things happen. Uh, but things that you can control like this, you just can't have. That's last year's Cleveland Browns, and hopefully they don't make it a habit of this 
this year. So luckily the offense picked him up and they capped off what was a really nice drive and they converted on, they had like first and 22. They were able to get a first down and they ended up getting down to the 11 yard line and Nick Chubb runs it in with an 11 yard touchdown. And then welcome back to Cleveland, the return, the biggest return since Matthew Delavidova before that, since LeBron James, Cody Parkey. He avoids the goalpost. He finds the center. Browns lead 7-3. Now, Cincinnati. Um, they come out. Cleveland gets a stop. Now, um, it did take Joe Burrow um, calling a timeout as the ball was snapped for the Browns to get a stop. But, hey, it's a stop. And I know that I'll take it. And I know that anyone wearing brown and orange will take it. Um, now, the Browns have a good return. They have good field position setting their offense up. Will they take advantage? Uh, so the Browns, let, I wanted to see, I'm like, let's see what this offense looks like outside of their first drive. Their scripted plays that they've been practicing all week. Let's see when things happen. Now I know probably the second drive, there's still scripted plays that doesn't really, you really don't get out of that until you get more of a feel for the game. But I really wanted to see the Browns outside of this first drive because as bad as last year was, the Browns, I mean, like most teams, right? They can execute some plays on the first drive. Um, so Chubb comes out, it's a second and nine, he has a nice run, and it sets up a beautiful play-action design. I mean, the fake, the rollout, the, the, uh, the naked boot back out the other side, and then Odell Beckham Jr. with an incredible route, an incredible double move, he gets separation. I mean, he had him beat by four steps. Baker delivers on time, on target. OBJ makes the catch, and it's a long touchdown. It was kind of shade, and the way that it was, it was kind of shades of Pittsburgh last year on Thursday Night Football. OBJ gets open deep, he makes the catch, they call it a touchdown on the field. It looks like he's in. Then you look at it. It's like, God, man, can't he just get loose for a deep touchdown one time? And his knee was down at the one-yard line. The Browns ended up converting in that Pittsburgh game. They had to go to review for this one. But this time, he's in. Parkey converts 14-3 Cleveland. Baker, 5-5 five of five to start the game. And more importantly, five completions, five attempts, five different receivers found. That's spreading the ball out. That's what this Browns offense needs to do obviously they have playmakers but it's more than just obj it's more than just jarvis landry if they can just find those guys within the natural flow of the game without having to force it to them sometimes you will because they're great players you got to let them make plays but if you can start off five for five and find five different receivers that's really good news you have to really feel good about that if you're a browns fan um joe burrow answers with a touchdown drive of his own it's 14 to 10 cleveland now, Northern Kentucky gets a stop after um, Baker's intentional grounding that set up the Browns with second and 24. They come up just short, have a fourth and two. They punt. Then Cleveland gets a stop. Now, Cleveland has the ball back with 525 to go. I want to see Cleveland run the ball here, kind of go into that four or five-minute offense, run the clock down as much as they can. They get the ball to start the second half, make Cincinnati burn those timeouts. So if they do get the ball back, they have less timeouts. The Browns, they did a really, really nice job here. They have a drive all the way down. They're running the ball. Um, and I just want to say real quick, the refs, especially in the first half, they missed some really bad calls. That first play from scrimmage for Cincinnati where A.J. Green was nowhere close to being in bounds and they make Stefanski have to waste a challenge, like that wasn't good. And on this drive, they a blatant missed pass interference call. I mean, he yanked Odell Beckham Jr.'s undershirt and they just completely missed it right in front of the referee one-on-one -on -one coverage going down the sideline just completely yanks it from behind no call whatsoever so they missed those um that's the one time i wanted the pass interference review to be back honestly 
Um, so they missed those, but you know what? The Browns, they run the ball. They run it all the way down to 131. They cap it off with a Baker to Kareem Hunt touchdown, 21-10 Cleveland. Um, Cincinnati has the ball with 131 to go with just one timeout. Pretty much an ideal situation here. Um, but Joe Burrow, gosh, was he good all night? And gosh, is he going to be really, really good? He leads Cincinnati down the field with just one timeout, taking care of the ball, not forcing it, making sure to get out of bounds, running the ball first downs when he needed to. And, and that was big because, like I said, Cleveland got the ball to start the second half. So they add a field goal late with Fat Randy, 21-13 to 13 Cleveland at the half. Cleveland comes out. They got the ball to start, and they get a beautiful drive. They're going down the field. Great runs, a fourth down conversion, and they cap it off with a turnover on downs. Not great. This was shades of so many time last year. One of my, the scariest thing an announcer could say last year with Freddie Kitchens was, here come the Browns, first and goal. It's like, oh God, what is he going to call? How are we going to mess this up? How are we going to turn it over? That's what the Browns did. I didn't like this. You take the field goal here. You start at the one yard line. You go backwards for three straight plays. Take the three here. Go up two scores. I know it sucks. You should be able to get in, even if it's fourth down from three yards out of the goal line, the way you've been running the ball. But they didn't. I think that's where you got to take the three. You got to be smarter there. Take the three points. Now, it didn't come back to bite the Browns. The Browns were back here for a second. After that turnover on downs, and then on the very first play, now it's turnover on downs. The Bengals have the ball from the one-yard line. And they get the Browns to jump off sides. So now... The Browns' defense messes up. They give Cincinnati some room. The Browns' offense messed up because they didn't convert. But Miles Garrett comes up big, forces a fumble. The Browns jump on it. Now they have the ball again from the one. This felt like, again, there were shades of Pittsburgh earlier with that Odell Beckham Jr. touchdown. Now there's shades of Buffalo. Remember where the Browns had first and goal from the one, and they were like 0 for 10, and they kept getting chance after chance, and the downs kept resetting because of penalties, and they flat out just couldn't get it done. It was so difficult and sickening to watch, but this time the Browns punch it in. Nick Chubb, second touchdown on the night. Browns 28, Cincinnati 13. Now, the Bengals, Bengals answer with the drive. They have first and goal. The Browns make a stand. There's a penalty there, but they, they get a couple um, plays that are lost for yards. Um, so now they escape with just giving up three. That's big. It's 28 to 16, Cleveland. Put your fours up, baby. We're going to the fourth quarter. Let's see if the Browns can close this out. The Browns putting together a nice drive. Um, my, uh, and then they're moving the chains with Kareem Hunt. They're running him. And then Baker had a bad interception. Play action. Never saw the defensive back. He cuts in front of it. Interception. Not good. Not good. Um, just, you know, like I said, never saw the defensive back. Now, Cincinnati has an opening here. And people who had Cincinnati plus six that put money on this game had Cincinnati plus six. There's now an opening for that. They're like, screw it if they win. Let's just get a backdoor cover here. This would be great. I have Cincinnati plus six. So everyone, Cincinnati fans were getting excited because they think they might come back and win. And then those degenerate gamblers out there that had Cincy plus six are getting really excited here. Joey Burrow delivers with the touchdown drive. It's 28 to 23 Cleveland. Now I'm getting a little nervous. How will the Browns respond? And they responded with a, we're going to run it down your throat and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it, Drive. The Browns, Hunt, Chubb, move the chains. They ran the ball. They didn't throw the ball once on this drive. They go all the way down. Kareem Hunt touchdown, 35-23 Cleveland. That puts the game 
on ice. Cincinnati adds a late touchdown. You degenerate gamblers out there. Backdoor cover, Cincy plus six. Good for you. I don't put money on games, but I did tell my buddy Joey, Cincinnati plus six. He had the Browns minus six. I'm like, Cincinnati plus six, man. Got to take it. When have the Browns ever laid six? I don't know. That's got to be the biggest margin they've ever been uh, favored by in probably the history of the world. So Cincinnati the backdoor cover. Doesn't matter. Cleveland gets the win. Rushing tonight, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb combined for 32 carries, 211 yards. Chubb was over a buck 25. Kareem Hunt was at 86 yards. Very balanced. Um, Baker, two touchdown passes. He looked really good. 16 completions to eight different receivers. Remember, he started off five, five completions, five different receivers. He finishes with 16 completions, eight different receivers. You gotta love to see that. That's this is the blueprint for how the Browns offense should play. Baker, 23 attempts. He throws it for a little bit over 200 yards, two TDs. Got to get rid of that interception, protect the ball, and then ride Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They were making like line changes. It was like, hey, Kareem, this is your drive, and we're just going to run you all the way down the field. Hey, Chubb, this is your drive, and we're just going to ride you all the way down the field. And guess what, guys? We're going to split carries on this one, and we're going to get you involved in the passing game. Nick Chubb, once again, had a, had a reception in this game. Kareem Hunt continues to be part of the game plan in, the, in um, receiving the ball outside of the backfield and outside of the backfield, or from the backfield and outside of the backfield. So the Browns are now one and one. They play the R-Words, the Washington football team on the 26th, and I'll talk to you guys then. Go Browns.